Hello and welcome to The Life Pod, hosted by Michael Panay and Karim Dow, brought to you by MK Enterprises, a community based on discussing life topics and driving continual personal development and growth. Send through any topics you want covered and be sure to follow and tag us on all social media at MK Enterprises. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to, I just realized it's episode 20 of The Life Pod, which is huge. Today we have on Jesse Armani. The founder of Club 14, entrepreneur, TikTok model. Um, thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me, guys. We are so grateful to have you on here. You've got such a huge following base. If you were to come on and happily have a chat with us, that means so much. So thank you so much for taking time out of your day, bro. We appreciate it. Appreciate you guys for inviting me on. So episode 20, I just, I just realized yeah, that. Episode 20, like 20. it doesn't seem like a lot, but that's like a big milestone, man. It's bro, like for us, it's crazy. Almost a quarter of a hundred, it's like... This just started as, you know, like, oh, let's do a podcast, you know, let's have a chat. And now we're 20 deep, not even six months, one a week. I think that's very, very impressive. I think it's better than zero. Yeah, of course. That's a, that's a really good way to think about that. It's just that, you know, like I said, it's like chase progression, not perfection. Mm. And that's huge. It's like, you know, just keep chipping away, you know, things take place. And that's literally what we're going to speak to you about. So before we jump into anything too serious, bro, just, you know, give us a rundown on who you are, sort of your background, schooling, education, just... Who you are as a person, man? Yeah. Um, my name is Jesse Kongsawan. A lot of you guys oh. from Instagram know me as Jesse Amani. So wh- or what nationality is that? Uh, it's Filipino and Thai. Sick. But Beautiful. my surname is, is from Thailand. Uh, grew up in the West, um, far far West, like all the sunshine. Yeah. Uh, the area. Sunshine. <laughs> all right. Um, but now I'm moving a little bit more outskirts um, just to stay away from Drama. The drama. <laughs> the drama. Um, is it as bad as it, they say it is up there? Or Yeah, it can be, actually. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Um, but then I've, I've got two kids. I'm, social, I'm into social media, doing social media content creations, uh, also doing modeling work uh, for some pretty pretty big brands in the suit niche. Yep. Um, we'll touch into that. Yeah. And also huge on fitness as well. Yep. Because um, I think fitness just relates to mindset. So I'm huge on mindset. Wow. Um, and yeah, that's, that's pretty much what I do through social media. Dude, I would have never guessed that you have kids. You, you don't look your age. We don't need to say your age, but you've told me before this. So it's like, I would have said you were like only like early twenties. Like, I think it's Asian genes doing you favors, bro, <laughs> but you look super young. That's use it to your advantage. Man. I would, I would have said about, I would, do you get asked for ID at crown? No, no, no. That's, that's <laughs> not even question. But that's just, it's a thing. It's the way that you're walking in. Mm. Oh, confidence. I'm not, I'm not Assertiveness. Walk, I'm not walking in like a 16 year old. Facts. Walking in. Like a man. Like a, like a king. Yeah. King. So walk us through your whole, obviously your journey. Was, did you find that, you know, you were just living your life and then you went through your fitness journey and then that carried over carried over to your, obviously your professional journey and just drive you to, to achieve what you're achieving today? Yeah. So I'll, I'll take you a little bit back. Yeah. Um, this all started really in, in January of 2021. So okay. a year and six months ago. Yeah. Um, I started just gymming. I was getting a quite, I was getting quite chubby through COVID. Yeah, <laughs> as we all were, like, as we honest, all did. I think I stacked on like fifteen kilos or something. So I was, I was getting quite chubby. Yeah. Um, and then I just started going to the gym on my lunch breaks when I was in real estate. Yeah. Um, so we had an hour. Oh, so you're in real estate too? Oh, real estate friend. Yeah. So I used to work for a, a real estate agency. That's yeah. mad. Um, in property. How long management. were you doing that for? If you don't mind me asking. I done that for about about three years. Wow. Yeah. So it's quite some time. Like you weren't just like oh in and out. 
No, no, no. So I was in the property management side as assistant, went to property management. That's Beautiful. why you're so well spoken. That's where it comes from. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, so I went from doing some gym on my hour lunch breaks and then I started dropping TikTok videos just of my journey. So I was going through that weight loss journey. Mm. Um, but what I noticed is I was always wearing a hoodie because I didn't want to wear singlets. Yeah. I just wasn't in that, I wasn't that vibe. I wasn't shredded enough. And then I just pretty much started building a an audience, building an audience yep. because I wasn't actually trying to entertain or inspire the shredded guy. I was entertaining and inspiring the normal nine to five bloke that wow. might've had some chubbiness. Yeah. Some, he's some going more through, relatable. Yeah. Some fluffiness. Um, and I never trained in a singlet. I never trained in, in no shirt. I always wore a hoodie. Mm. And I started to build a huge audience that way. Mm. Um, something like 50,000 in the first month or so. Wow. Wow. And that kind of gave me a little bit of a big head. Started having a bit of ego. And that I think that was... Love what, ego? Yeah. And, and that, that actually led to a situation when I was at work at my real estate agent where someone actually pulled me on the spot or pulled me on show. And that's what actually motivated me to do what we are doing today. Yeah. Beautiful. And, and yeah, it, it really went down to one situation that literally changed the path. If you, for the past without, is it possible to get a brief rundown without any details of sort of what, like what the situation was and how it changed you right. as a. I'll tell you exactly what had happened. So this, during this time I was having a son, literally, literally my partner was, having the baby that's mm. how close it was so i still remember this day specifically it's your first child too second child second child <clears throat> so yeah so it was a we had a work event um and at this time i had been g'ing up my colleagues hey yeah. i'm on i'm on tiktok yeah like yeah, calm yeah. down guys yeah <laughs> um and then one specific guy pulled me on show he's i think he said something about like go make a video about it yeah and i could just tell the negativity yeah but there had always been that comp competitiveness in the real estate game mm. so it's cutthroat yeah it was cutthroat so we were quite competitive in general so whatever whatever we had on top of one of each other was a bit yeah it was a bit negative it was a bit it was a bit poison to be honest um but yeah he said once do a recording about it but it was more about the situation we're from the area bro mm. like we know what how these things are being done why he's doing these things so, so true. <laughs> that is so true. Is. True. When you're from like the areas, whether it be north, west, whatever, it's like you can pick up on how people are speaking to you. No, and like what they mean by it. Like go, go on, bro, go make a video. Yeah. Now shut up before I punch you. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> how you were, were saying it is exactly how I was feeling. If you were born in like born and raised Turak. in Brighton, then in the in someone Hampton, yeah, it's just like what, what are you talking about? Yeah, you, they, you take it as sarcasm, but when you're yeah. from the area, you know somebody's trying to you know, put you on the goose. Yeah, exactly. You know exactly what's going on. Put you on the goose hard. So that that is what happened, um, and he said that, and then at the time it was more about I'm under pressure right now. I've got everyone staring at me, having a laugh, mm. and I'm in my mind I'm top G, mm. yeah, I'm the Tate of Australia, top dog. And at that point, I said, you know what, I'm gonna make this shit happen, regardless of what how I do it. I'm going to make this happen. Mm. And I started pumping TikToks, <laughs> pumping videos, like three videos a day. And then the audience just grew, grew, grew and started to get recognized. Yeah. Um, I think that's what it was, was. I was just gaining attention. Yeah. Without the intention of gaining attention. Any publicity is good publicity. I was just putting out content just so I can prove a point. Yeah. And man, that's where it led to the modeling and then led to. And now, now that guy probably feels like a bit of an idiot going like, fuck. 
Now look at these guys. Actually, yeah, exactly. he's made it. He's really big, and I'm a flop. So you, <laughs> so you use safe to say you use the negativity and, or the negativity is like fuel for you to grow and do yeah. what you're doing now. Yeah, I, I literally did, and I think looking back at it, it was a negative. But in my mind, I don't give a fuck. In my yeah. mind, it's a positive because yeah. if I didn't go through that right then, yeah, straight out, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now. Yeah, man, literally, it's it's always that. It's always the same. There's like a, a theme with people, entrepreneurs in general, like they'll go, they'll be, you know, sort of chipping away at things and then something will happen. They'll get put on the goose, something at life, family, and all of a sudden it's like a, a flick of a switch and they're just fucking on. Yeah. And then it's content and it's business growth and it's networking and it's just uh, like just a skyrocket of growth from that one little thing. Yeah. Not that they were working hard before <laughs> that, but like you said, it's just like in my head, it's like, that's it. That's the turning point. Yeah. So- Fuck, that's that's huge, man. I I sort of want to shout out. I, I sort of want to shout out Petros. Yeah. Right, because me and him had a conversation about you know obviously, you know Petros, if you're listening, which I'm sure you are. Cause I'm you're sure you're listening. We sure love you. Listening. We love you so much. Love Thank you. you heaps. Um, and just like if I'm trying to talk to you directly now, exactly what Jesse said. So use use it as fuel, and I've told you heaps of times as well. Just you know, people need to use it as fuel because he's had his own journey similar to my journey as well in terms of like just people being very negative and, and towards you and trying to put you down all the time and you just need to use it and whatever way you do, just use it and, yeah. and move forward and grow from it. Just to give Jesse and the audiences, uh, the audience, the audience, a bit of context. So long story short, Petros is a great friend of ours. He was overweight. Um, obviously it's normal for some reason. It shouldn't be that people, you know, giving you a little bit of hate for it. And then he literally used that as fuel to begin his weight loss journey. And he's not even six months in and 40 kilos down. He is fucking smashing it. 40 smashing kilos What's his down. name? Spiros. Petros. 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 Yeah, he's a, he's a guy. You're a machine. <laughs> he's, um, so I just thought I'd shout him out then. Because it's, it's the same thing. Like same he, thing. he got to a point of b- dealing with people's bullshit. And he's like, fuck this. I've had enough. Let's show them what's up. Mm. Yeah. Let's prove that I point. love that. I think that's it takes a lot of balls to do that too. Mm. And deep down, when he's sitting at home, just chilling. That's in his when bed. it's hard. Yeah. That's when it's hard. Just chilling in his bed. He's got no mates. He's just chilling on his own. He's on his phone, on TikTok, Instagram, doing whatever he's doing. Mm. Puts his phone down. He sits there. And he's like, "Man, I need to think, rethink what I'm doing." Yeah. If it's that that puts fire to what I need to fucking do. Yeah. Then that's what it's gonna be. Yeah, exactly. So you right. just need to you just need to use it and learn from it, and, bro. You know, I get hate. Everyone does. Right. I mean, the way I look at it with haters is like if, if people are hating on you, they're just one, either jealous or two, they're the people who just don't have too much time on their hands. They're not doing anything special for themselves to, you know, so they'd rather hate on other people that are successful and pushing forward. Another s- another thing I always see is that you never get criticized by someone doing more than you. Exactly. Mm. Ever. I agree. Very true. I actually very agree with that. So that's yeah. like, they're always like in a worse place or envious. It's just like, it. all it is, it's an ego protection. Because you go, oh, this person's doing better. Or they're making more money. Or they could be even in the same industry, but they're just in a worse position because you're working twice as hard. And to make themselves feel better, they go, if I just say that they're shit, it make me feel a little bit better about myself. Mm. It's like the high school bully. It's the same thing. I they're just a weak pussy that needs to put on other people to make themselves feel better. Who's going through their own shit. Exactly. I think you need that that the specific individuals need to break it down slightly. And and the way I look at it is there's a lot of people say to me, 
you've been able to do this in so much so amount of time six yeah. months we'll just yeah. say six months as an example when i actually started the modeling it's been six months now i break it down i go okay it's six months break it down per month per day yeah. it's 180 days of doing something yeah it's that could be one thing per day yeah that's 180 days because this is i'm talking to the hater right now you want to compare it you're envious you're jealous whatever it is Break it down and go, okay, 180 days in six months. That's 180 different moves that that other individual might have done. Chipping away with a mm. fucking Chipping chisel, away. Man. Back That's to what you said before, so true, bro. Yeah. So I say this to all the people that I just talk business with and all the people that I try to inspire is break it down. You're trying to compare your one, two, three, four, five steps <clears throat> or four, five days to say 180 days I'm, a, I'm i could be 175 different moves mm. ahead of you ahead, do you know what i mean I, not even ahead of you but i'm just doing 178 moves yep. that's leading to that next opportunity yep. every day new opportunity okay you want to discuss a podcast we do mm. this we do this podcast today in my mind that's another step boom mm. that's another opportunity mm-hmm. yep. boom you put up this podcast you break it down you put it up on tiktok x etc in my mind i'm thinking okay we can make 50 moves out of this yeah. All right. Well, 50 moves is better than zero moves. Mm-hmm. Always breaking it down to that zero move. And Fuck, you've got to really like... I, I love, love that. That, that was fucking love sick. your perspective. And again, everyone else we've had on, even all the big names, you know, Daniela, Diana, Teddy, they all said the same thing. If you've got a really big goal, you need to reverse engineer and take it down to the every single day task. Mm. Don't worry about trying to get a million followers. Try and get one. Yeah. And whatever you did to get that one follower, just repeat that. Every single day. So 180 times and you've got 180 followers. And just repeat that for years on end and then the big goal will come. Literally. And I, I literally had this conversation when I was in Sydney like a week ago with mm-hmm. one of the guys, like me and my homie, uh, Spidler and Shavam went up there to go do a meet, yeah. suit meet. Yeah, that Sydney Harbour. That looked awesome. crazy. <clears throat> and that was just social media. Some random guy from Melbourne said, hey, let's do a suit meet up. Boom. 20 people came from Sydney from all walks of life, That's different crazy. ages, That's 17 crazy. up to 30 years old, randoms. I don't know them. I'm from another state. Mm. I'm thinking, all right, let's just go. I've already made that move four weeks ago when I said I'm going to do it. Mm. All right, now I've got to pull it through. And the best part is, and I always say this, and I've, I got this from um, Aaron Sansoni, it's like, say yes now, <laughs> figure it out later. Sort it out later. Because yeah. if you went, and let's just say for example, you went and there was some multi billionaire there that offered you like a l- retardedly large amount of money for some job it's like you don't know that's gonna happen it's like take the opportunity you fucking run with it mm. if you don't take the opportunity what you might what you stay home save a few hundred bucks to go to sydney but you don't know what you're actually missing out on so that's that's the, that's the caveat to saying no to things yeah and that's one thing that i've got on all of our jackets all of our suit jackets is that exact quote it's <clears throat> always be open for opportunity mm. because you never know where it could take you and that opportunity might be something small. Yeah. But that leads to another one. That's and just one, one step. Yep. Bro, it's just one move. Just make one move. <coughs> one move will lead to the next. I can assure you on that. And like out of the, if I break 180 days, 180 moves, not all 180 moves have been good moves. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You learn, you learn from your failures. Yep. But I can literally pinpoint, okay, that move led to that exact move. Yep. I want to also just make it really relatable to people watching you know so people are in the nine to five or whatever if we just think about to us when we started the podcast we're like how are we going to start what's the first thing you know let's just create an instagram account that's one yep. move and they're yep. cool now we have to register the business name and then open a bank account 
and you sort of just you just build momentum and then from there all of a sudden you're learning so much you're doing so much and it's growth along the way yeah so momentum it, exactly and i yeah. think as well another one that i i like to say is sip the tea sip the tea <laughs> it's water <laughs> mk enterprise is really good cup um but it's it's all about activity breeds activity if you make one active move mm. you're now active it then creates more active moves mm. i think that's what it's about it's about just being active yeah whether that is putting up one story or whether it's putting up like if you if you guys are trying to get into social media yeah. podcasts try to relate to a podcast in my mind i'm like okay if we're going to do a podcast we're pumping it mm. we're doing an andrew tate on this episode so yeah all right, we need to break these videos down. 50 videos, okay, four videos per day, five videos per day. Yep. That is what, 10 days worth of content. Mm -hmm. Staying active. And then you have your next guys come on through. Yep. Do another podcast and do the exact same thing. Just repeat, rinse, repeat. Same as real estate. Everything that I actually do, straight out fact, is from real estate. Oh, it's the best industry to learn from. It, <laughs> All it my strategies. It, yeah, strategies, everything, work ethic that you should have. Um, and yeah, it, it, I was actually thinking that too the other day because obviously I'm in the industry. It's just crazy how it reflects on everything. Like you need to be in real estate. If you're not working, you're not making anything. And that's the reality of it. So you need to work hard. You need to push hard. And um, funny you saying opportunities. Like I immediately thought of, you know, people that do letterbox drops and stuff. And you can drop 5,000, 10,000. You think at that point it's that time doesn't do anything for you, but in actual fact, like, you know, it's, it's, it's in the future. You're putting those seeds. If we're in the future, you're, you know, it's their steps for the future. So you're right. Real estate does. It's really, really good to, it teaches you a lot of life. It's a good way to start. Yeah. Um, absolutely. If you take those strategies on and, and what you're saying about the letterbox drops in my mind, I think hey, letterbox drops are right, sweet. You've done your P you've done your points of contact. Yeah. So when you do need to do your outbound call yep. or you need to do follow-up calls, you've, you've got, You've got the procedures in place to then have that warm call yep. instead of a cold call. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and there's, yeah, they're just basic real estate strategies that everyone learns. I, I listen to Tom Panos three, four times a week. So, man, what a man. if you know who that, if you yes. know who he is, Do I listen to Panos literally. Yeah, I know. You know Tom Panos? Yeah, he's a real estate agent. Yeah, he's, he's a freak. <laughs> he's a legit absolute freak. freak. Um, I, I saw, I saw him the other um, in what month. It was March. I saw, saw him in March. Caught up with him in March because we did a, an, an event with our agency together and he had a chat with him. He's a really nice guy. Oh, wow. Yeah. I think he just had Eric. Yeah, like he had Eric month. too. Yeah. Um, what was it? The 20, 29th or something like that? Yeah, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember one of the guys that were... That He's had a rough event. rough upbringing too. Yeah. Do you know his story? <clears throat> I literally know it by heart. Yeah. And... Just he's pretty much going through. We had a rough patch a few weeks ago. He was in hospital. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's good to see that he's back out. Literally, he was bang straight out doing auctions. The yeah, next he's day. crazy. Another level of machine. Yeah, and another level of king status. Yeah. Um, and you always hear me talk about kings. I want to actually talk about this. Actually, just before we jump into that, we wanted to so you sort of got into money. So what was your what was the first company that sort of reached out to you or like an agency like that you worked for? What was the first brand? First ever brand. Yeah, how did the modeling come about from real okay. estate and then TikTok obviously? So did they just say that you had a big following like, oh fuck, this guy's got a big following. If we get him wearing our clothes, it'll work in our favor. Was that sort of how it went about? Negative. I'll tell you exactly how it panned out. And I I'll, I'll, I'll actually break it down. So the 1st of July, mm -hmm. so take it back 16th of June. 
I went and I said I said to a few mates, one guy was a videographer and one guy was a photographer. I said, let's go into the city. I'm going to go to Kmart. I'm going to buy some clothes. I'm going to do some modeling shoots. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Like, what's the worst that can happen? Yeah. We done a photo shoot, whatever. I uploaded the content over a three month period. So I set up a plan. I said, all right, so the next three months, I'm just going to upload some content in the modeling scene. Cleaned yep. out the Instagram, brand new account. Okay. So I've done some photo, I've done that photo shoot. I used that same photo shoot and I used that content over the next three months because that was now during lockdown now. So I can't even do photo shoots. Yeah. So that happened. When that happened, I had already uploaded like 12, 13 posts. On Instagram. On Instagram. So 13 posts, I think it was, yeah, it's about one every week or something. When I uploaded that, I had a brand reach out doing giveaways. And you can't trust these giveaways. Yeah, <laughs> facts, yeah. bro. Because when you're active, who's that giveaway going to? Yeah, exactly. It's going to the active influencer or active person on Instagram. So I won a giveaway. But let's be real. We spoke and he said, I'm going to give you the stuff. So you won the giveaway. So that then led to, I'm going to organize another photo shoot. Mm. I met some fitness influencers in the game. Um, one guy named Zane, one guy named Ems. I said, let's just do another photo shoot. But for this company, sent us like 10, 13, 10 to 15 shirts. Let's just go run amok. Now we're like influencers, guys. Mm. So I'm gone from literally doing my first shoot to now, hey, we're influencers. Yeah. Let's go do some content. Yeah. So we went and done Docklands, done some photo shoots. We've done the photo shoots. That, led, that then led to... Fuck, I want to do some suits because that's what I wear. Yeah. I'm a real estate agent at this stage. Yeah. That's what I wear. I want to go do some photo shoots in the city. Okay. So I went to the city, done some photo shoots in suits. By the time I uploaded my second suit photo, within the first week, YD. Wow. Winslow Smith. Taro Cash. Fuck. Not one word of a lie in one week. Boom. They just message you like, "Hey, we love your shit." Hey, we would love for you to me- uh, would love for you to model our brand. Bro, that's sensational. Wow. That's and huge. you got to remember. So is this just through Instagram? They just DM'd Instagram. You. They DM'd you. They DM'd. Wow. Now there were some other strategies in place prior to that, which I can share with you guys. You share, you like their comments, they see who exactly. you are. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't they tap on your it, profile. That's all it is. I don't look at it as in a brand. If a big brand, an eight hundred thousand brand, eight thousand following brand is following you yeah i don't look at it like that i look at it as that specific individual who's looking after that social media account is the one individual yeah they like what you see that, that, they, they, they like what you show yeah Sorry. that that person is an employee for the company does a nine to five yeah they're seeing activity but then you see this guy come in yeah boom he's different he's doing suits who's modeling suits <laughs> no one you don't see it those are fucking facts so that happened and then over the next three months, I set up three projects, completed those three projects. Is this with them? YD, Taro Cash, Winslow Smith. Smith. So the YD one was just a random one in the city. Um, and then the Taro Cash one, I knew some guys in the real estate industry. Mm-hmm. Um, they had some nice cars. I said, let's just do some shoots in the nice cars. Like Let's, let's build the brand. Is that that R- Audi R8? Audi R8. That was going so. Um, and I think that's a good thing that you bring that up is, is the content that I create gives you that, oh, it's a little bit different. I remember it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that was a guy from real estate that I met and said, let's do an R8. <clears throat> and then from the R8, the few weeks after that, I said, I got, I got a mate who's, who's involved in helicopters. 
said, fuck it, let's just do a shoot with the helicopter. It's just to show you, and that's going straight back to your whole activity breeze activity. And it's literally creating that whole snowball of action. And just one person sees it, another person, person sees it, another person sees it. And then you mate with a car and then you mate with a helicopter and fucking. And that just goes down to going back to being active because you, the content that you might be creating in this social media space, I know we're going into different topics, but the whole social media space is who else is actually active? Like who actually is posting three to five times a day? Yeah, you're right. About their life. Like yeah, in a, general. Lo- a lot of people don't. A lot of people just sit there and they're on ghost accounts. Yeah, they just watch. There's, there's, than there's nothing wrong with that. But then if you're wanting to be in this game, then just post content. Yeah. You just post. I think a lot of people get confused. Oh, I don't know what to post. Anything is content. I don't know. Hey, fucking, I don't have, I got, I got no ideas. Mm. I don't know photographers. Yeah. I don't know videographers. It's just like the content is you, your personality, how authentic you are. Correct. How much do you actually care? And I, I look at Instagram, I look at my social media as a journal. I don't look at it as in, oh, I better post this pic and hopefully you guys like it. No, I don't give a shit about that. I'm, I'm more concerned about, hey, six months ago when I was doing X, I can go back to my archives and go, fuck, that's how I made X turn into Z. And I'm more concerned about that personally. And I think if someone takes that same mindset into their social media life, you're not worried. You're not, that goes back to what you're saying. You're not worried about hate. You're just posting what you're doing every day. Mm. And that's just activity. It's just breeding. That's all it is, man. It's just breeding. Just literally being you and putting content out there. And I'm sure you've seen Gary Vee says the same thing. He's like, stop trying to create content. Just post what you do. If you're getting up, have your coffee, take a photo, put on your story. It's people love people. Yep. We've said this, Dee's said this as well. She's like, yeah. people buy people. People don't buy products. People don't buy services. They buy people. How you speak to them, how you interact with them, how much you care. Exactly like you said. It's like there's, there's a million people that do podcasts. There's a million people that do eyelashes, whatever. It's like, but you go, or you go to your barber because you like how they speak to you. It's fun. It's engaging. That's why you go to that barber. It's not about the money. Exactly. People buy people buy emotions and experiences. Experience. Okay. So that led to yeah yeah. So that led to the helicopter shoot. Yeah. <clears throat> so now I'm fucking kicking back. I've got helicopters. <laughs> I've got connections with people kicking in back, helicopters. Like, Are you still working in real estate at this point? No. No. So I left real estate a few months ago. Actually. Yep. Um. It's just oh, I needed to focus. Yeah. Yeah. On social media at this yep. point, I'm fucking chilling in helicopters now. <laughs> That's the last thing on my mind. Yeah. So I've gone from, okay, now I'm doing helicopter shoots. My page is getting out there. And one of my guys, one of my mates recommends me to add this this chick to find out she's the founder of Ego Expo, if you know who Ego Expo yes, is. Yes. She then gives me a call and says, hey, we would love for you to model. Um, and at that point, I'm thinking, fuck, I've never done runway modeling. Yeah. So you've just gone from, in a matter of like four months, you've gone from massive photo shoots to now you're doing runway modeling now. Yeah. And at that show, I think I've done like eight runs, um, eight walks. Fuck, and at that event, I was representing Six Silk. Yeah. So prior to all of that, I was able to manage the Six Silk team in Australia. Yeah. All because of content. Mm. So I've gone from Australian brands, commercial brands in suits to now some worldwide fucking yeah. casual brand that's like, hey man, you can manage our store yeah. and run a mark. That's crazy. Again, this is so relatable to... Any industry, whether it be the fitness industry, whether whatever it might be, so it's like 
I know a girl that used to go to my gym where she'd always just like, every time she'd buy something from like right away, she'd always just post it, tag it, post it, tag it. And now she's an athlete for him. Same thing with EHP Labs. Now she's got, she's an athlete for right away and EHP Labs. Literally just by showing, showing her, her followers what she drinks and what she wears from those two brands and just tags them. Again, they just saw it, she was active and they go, cool, we want you to be an athlete. It's exactly what you said, bro. Like you just, if you don't put yourself out there, how are they going to know who you are? Literally, I had this conversation an hour before I drove here. Yeah. About that's the exact same conversation. It's like, how are you supposed to, how are people supposed to know what skill set you have? Exactly. How are people supposed to know what you're doing? How do they know you can provide value if you're not putting yourself out if there? If you're not putting yourself out there. And because all it is, is people happen? see, like, the reason you got hired for, from Six Silk and all these other amazing brands is because they saw value in who you are and what you can provide for them. Yeah. Because you always have to remember businesses, people do business for themselves or for their own benefit. So yeah, you're getting paid and that's amazing. But it's like, they see you as an amazing figure. You're very attractive, whatever it might be. And they go, cool, this person is going to benefit us. Let's use them. Thank so you. It's all, it's all about attractive. providing value. <laughs> I'm not that attractive, but I think I'll take that compliment. No, no. Um, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I take a stab in the dark and say you working with Six Silk sort of put you on that path of creating your own thing or was it how did no. that no so all right so i've done the six silk show at ego expo yep now funny enough there were thousands of people and i'm walking yeah please brother because i'm too yeah we're just filling up water guys <laughs> hey cheers for the good service here <laughs> where's our water guy oh <laughs> nason nason where are you oh nason please we usually have a guy here pours water <laughs> no, you're fine. No, no you're okay. a guest. You're a guest. That's no, all good. All right, sorry. Continue. All right, so I met. I was doing my walks. I was doing my runways. I was running the show at Ego. Because you got to actually look behind the scenes. What you saw is the walks and everything else. But behind the curtains, it's a bloody fucking mess. You've got a hundred models. Yeah, running amok. Hey, they don't know what time they're walking out. They don't know what fucking walk needs to be done for that specific runway. So who else is going to manage it? Did you get taught any of this? Um, bro, <laughs> I, done an, I done an audition three weeks before. <laughs> Uncivilized. So it's gone from fucking, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll organize someone to come out to your property to fucking wear my clothes. I'm going to get, get out of the runway. <laughs> now you're full blown running amok yeah. at this ego. So we're talking thousands, yeah? But yes. ego is huge. If you don't know, ego is like huge. Shout out to Mel. Because I actually saw her last week. She's a machine. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, now I'm running a muck in the back. It's it's a bit chaotic. But I understand that. Yeah. Because you can you can plan it. You can structure it. But on the day, pressure. Yeah. People fucking <laughs> running around. People freak out on the pressure. So, who bro? else has got to fucking ch- jump in and try and calm it down? Big dog. In my mind, I'm like, nobody else is doing it. I'm going to do it. Yeah. So, that there got seen. By some specific individuals. Now that specific individual is a fashion designer in Australia. His name's Herve Levine. He's got his own fashion company. He's about to release a suit. And you gotta remember, I was doing suits for yeah. these other brands. Yeah. So I done this after the Ego Expo. He said, Brother, I would love to have an opportunity for you. Opportunity? Fucking know if I'm down for an opportunity. Yep. Brother, I would love for you to be the face of our suit brand. All right, sweet. He's going to organize a runway for his show. I do runway. Fucking know if I'm going to do it. Yeah. We've done a runway for his suit company. And then that led to, brother, let's fucking take <laughs> on the world. <laughs> fucking hell. So you got to remember, YD, November. Yeah. 
This is like March. Fucking November, shit. December, January, February, March. Five months from zero photographies to now fucking. So in five months, you went from, I'm going to go to Kmart and take some photos for fun to now. That was June. When I done the Kmart one. So still was that nine, nine, nine months? About nine months. Nine months. From, I was going to take some photos for fun because, you know, I've got a haircut. I want to take some nice photos. <laughs> so now I'm a full-blown hectic model where there's some re- really big companies. Bro, that's... <clears throat> and, I, and that's what you're saying, nine ex- months. Exponential growth, bro. That's huge. And I'll take it back to what I said before. It's not nine months to me. All right. It's daily 30, actions. That's 270 days. Yeah. Some All right. 270, maths, bro. 270, that. 270 days, bro. <laughs> that's quick maths, bro. <laughs> so now you're looking at 270 days. Are you telling me if I did one move every day out of 270 moves? Because what I'm telling you is probably six or seven highlights. Yep. So I'm breaking down the seven highlights out of 270 moves. Yeah. The 263 moves that you don't really see or hear about, it's... That's, that's what I mean. You've got to move. You've got to be active. Because you never know. Like, you never know what can happen. Like, yeah. you do a fucking runway. Yeah. Now you're getting seen by fashion designers. And and it did. It happened. Again, what did Dee literally say when we were filming the other day? She said, people show you the Rolex, but not show you how they got it. And it's the same thing. It's like, cool. Everyone knows you. You're that famous guy on TikTok. You're that model. It's like, what took you there? What steps? It's the daily little steps. I can literally tell you right now, I've, I've made my account on Instagram this specific. Hey, bro. Because I get them every day. Hey, bro, how did you start modeling? I want to start. All right. I can sit here and explain it to you. Like, we can use key points. Mm-hmm. You're going to just, yeah, whatever. You go on my IG, invest one hour out of your day. You go on my IG, and you know, you can see the memories for each month. Yeah, I saw that, but I, went through, I literally went through all of it, and you've literally broken it down. Literally. I'm, I'll let you continue speaking. Exactly <laughs> what you're saying is exactly why I did it. Yeah. Every single day, I post my stories every day. Just whatever I'm doing. Hey, I want to do this. Fuck it. I want a helicopter. I'm getting a helicopter. You see the days. Oh, I got to message him to get the helicopter. You see that full process. So if you would have gone to my account, it literally says July, June, fucking every single month to how I got to that exact point. Yeah, that's crazy. Now, do you want to copy that? Maybe not. You don't want to just fucking copy and paste it. But there's yeah. general like, themes. You might get something in there. Mm. And like I said to you about Instagram being a journal and not really worrying about the negativity. When you say to yourself, hey, I want a helicopter, for example, you probably write in your journal or you probably write in your notes like you did prepare yourself this earlier today. In me, I put on my IG. Yeah. So then when I need to go back in my archive and I'm just chilling at night and I'm just like, fuck, look at the progress. This is good progress. It's good processes. Yep, yep. I can look back at that and go, fuck, that move or that statement that I said has happened. It's about ticking goals, bro. Yeah, 100%. I think a lot of people need to tick goals. And you you've literally summed it up because I was like, one of the things we wanted to bring up with you is like business startups because we, we don't, you've really much answered the questions that we were going to ask because everything you just said is applicable to starting a business. And as we said, it's like- And you just described the whole process of yeah. how you started- so it's, it's thinking about everything that has to be done, write it down and then just tick it off and then slowly put out content towards it and do the same thing for business. Again, business name, speak to an accountant, dot, 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 dot. And you find that the steps start really small and as you grow as a person, as your business grows, the steps get larger, but they don't feel as big because you're accustomed to how much work is actually involved. Mm, yeah. That's a big thing that people don't realize. Yeah. 
and it's like, loads. Yeah. And it's like, it comes back to the whole stress thing as well. It's like, when you first start a business, you're like, oh my God, like, you know, I haven't got my cups made. And then in five years down the track, you're worrying about, oh fuck, where's my $5 million? Like, stress feels like stress, but you don't realize how big the magnitude of the stress is because you're so accustomed to the changes that have happened and the growth that's happened within your business. Yeah. So it's the same, same concept. So you've fucking hit the nail on the head there, bro. Well done. And you want to inspire through your content, bro, as well. Exactly. Like, that's a big thing for me too, yeah. And that's one of our goals too. Inspiring. You're putting out your content, you're putting in your hours, you're investing literally an hour out of your day today. Inspire the uninspired. You, you, yeah, bro. Shout out. Team never home. <laughs> Shout out Johnny Star. Inspiring your audience. And uh, and I, uh, we touched on this before we jumped on the podcast, but yeah. it's, it's, it's not about inspiring the entrepreneur, already entrepreneur, yeah. that's driving a BMW. Money. It's not a, it might not be even be about money. Might not even be about, I need to get, a, I need to surround myself with $10 million agents. I look at it as in, okay, prior to January last year, I was that normal bloke. Yeah. I literally, I'm, and I still am a normal bloke, but what I mean is, is you get up at 7.30, you have your shower, you do whatever you need to do, you go to work at nine o'clock. You finish your job, it's five o'clock. You drive home. For me, I was driving 45 minutes. And I'm driving peak home. Peak hour traffic, bro. Fuck peak Melbourne hour traffic. and it's traffic. Six <laughs> o'clock. You have kids. You don't have kids. You're chilling at home. It's 6.30. You have dinner. It's 7.30. Now it's eight o'clock because you watch fucking Home and Away on a Thursday night. <laughs> it's now 8.30, 9 o'clock. You're Almost chilling fun. on your bed now. You're with your missus, chilling on your bed, going through Instagram, going through TikTok, doing whatever you need to do. And then you see some random bloke on IG. Fucking doing shit. He's active. What's he doing? Fucking one day he's you doing this. like hustling and it inspires you. It's exactly that, bro. Bro, you're watching it. But you can have that envious looking. Oh, fuck. What's he doing? Mm. But because I break down my content, you you can't be envious because you, you feel can like you're see. you're part of the journey. You're literally watching what's happening. I, I, will literally, I was literally putting my calendar up every single day because I acknowledged one thing. This is what you talk, talk about in your podcast. Yep. Um. I think it was, I remember exactly what podcast it was, but you, you acknowledge that you do have time. You're always on your phone Yeah. in terms of watching content. You might get distracted instead of uploading a video, you're on TikTok scrolling for half an hour. Yeah. I acknowledge that. I was like, okay, I'm a type of guy. If you're on IG, you're watching content, but I'll rewatch my stories. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know about you boys. Is that something that I you do? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. Your story Especially from a point where like we're, Putting out content to, like you said, inspire or provide value. You have we rewatch and go, cool. Okay, this could be done better. What's here? What's what am I actually providing here? So it's not just about watching for the fuck of it. It's seeing what can be improved upon. That's that. That's personally how I do it. Personally, for me, I just watch it because I must be fucking trying to watch my content every day. Yeah. It inspires me. So I'll be watching it every time I get off my phone. I check my phone again. I can just press my story and just go, oh yes, yeah, sweet. And then I'll watch content. So I might do that five, ten times a day. Mm. By then putting my calendar up, I'm like, fuck, I can't be fucking around. Yeah. Like I've got X to do. Yeah. And in those calendars, you can literally see the process to even how we started the whole suit company. Yeah. Like you could say, hey man, how did you get your labels? What date was that? So how, how did the, how did Club 14 come about? So you, at the moment you're a face of a, of a, another suit brand. It's not Club 14 yet, is it? No. Okay. So that was Herve Levine's line. Yeah. Um, so me and him joined up together. Yep. Um, so he's got his black suits. This is what I'm actually wearing today. Yep. So he wanted to launch his suits, 
But I'm, I'm not more about, I think what I learned by working with all these e-commerce brands is you don't just put up a status on your Instagram, hey, 30 days, we're going live. And then 15 days, we're going live. 10 days, we're going live. And then when it comes to launch day, hey, guys, we're live. And no one really gives a shit. Yeah. No one actually cares. Yep. I wanted to set up a an event to incentivize everybody who came and is part of the part of the suits. Mm. I set up an event. I made a few calls. Got a studio done. Got a limit organized. Took him out for a nice dinner. One of the guys that's with us here today was actually part of that as so well. Is this for Club Fourteen. This is Club Fourteen. So okay. the original day was supposed to be the launch. Don't screw that. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> it was supposed to be called The Launch. Yeah. But that's a fucking boring as name. Hey, guys, we're going to launch our suit company. So I said, fuck it. My mate said to me, let's just call it The Club. I said, fuck it. Club 14 it is. And the reason why it's called Club 14 is because the event that I wanted to do, we only wanted to bring in 14 people onto the event, yep. and I'm number 15. So these are the club members. And all these individual men come from different backgrounds like i said to you before yeah they might not be 10 million dollar agents in real estate yeah or top 100 entrepreneurs yeah like that legend you had on here the other time dylan <laughs> these are normal some of them might be normal blokes some of them might play afl some of them might be 10 million dollar real estate agents some might be starting in real estate some might be fans some might be working at hungry jacks and has no friends I provide that opportunity where you can actually might meet someone mm. because that one person that you might meet, that one opportunity that you might grab might lead to something. If it doesn't, the fuck are you doing anyways before? Exactly. And doing nothing anyways. It's such an interesting concept. Yeah, it's like if, it, if you get something out of it, fuck it, amazing. That's great. But if you don't, take it with a grain of salt. You won't really do much beforehand anyway. You've got to be open. I like it. Or I like it more because it's almost like the suit is like a like a mask, right? And it just it, it doesn't matter who you are at that point in time because when you're wearing the suit, you look like a you're all equal king. You know, and this is what I want to tell about you. So your motto is like transforming men into kings. So what do you mean by that? Is it like just the suit? Is it everything? Is that the mindset? Is it? Let's dive into that. Think about when you wear a suit. You feel like a fucking... He's right. Like, you're spot on because yeah. when you're in a suit, you feel like a million bucks, right? And you're just in the mood already. Now, we could, could say, well, Elon Musk doesn't wear a fucking suit. Warren Buffett doesn't wear a suit. But these guys are fucking billionaires. Yeah. We're normal blokes from the area. Sunshine, city, doesn't matter. You're a normal bloke. You put on a suit... It's that confidence. Yeah. Like, how it's good does everybody feel going to a wedding? You fuck on a suit, you've got a fresh cut, bro. Ready to run a muck. You're ready to run a muck. And I think it's it's that mindset. When you put on that suit, everyone here is equal. There is no, fuck, look at him. We can have those conversations down the track. Yeah. But when you're coming to <laughs> this specific event and you're speaking to other individuals, everyone's going through that same experience. Because mm. it's not, yes, it's about the suits. Yes, it's about wearing the suit and looking great in the suit. But like I said to you earlier, break it down a little bit. Who are these individuals? Yeah. One of them might play AFL, but he lives originally from Sydney. Yeah. So he comes to Melbourne, competes with fucking thousands of AFL other <coughs> players. He jumps on a plane. He's 19, 20 years old. He comes to Melbourne. 
might have a handful of friends because he's open. He goes out to clubs. He might have meet a few people. But then he starts to get into my content. And he's like thinking, who the fuck is this guy? I need to hang out with this guy. And I think it's that relationship. You're able to have real conversations. Mm. Real conversations. Even this whole podcast. If we were to turn the podcast off right now, we're having deep, real conversations. Yeah, it's yeah. not small talk. It's not about your day. It's not about what you had for lunch. It's That's boring. We're Nobody talking can. about real stuff, bro. Yeah. And... I think it really goes down to like that whole NFT space. It's kind of relatable to the NFT space. It is, bro. Listening to Dylan and about, okay, you buy NFT, you now have access to these specific individuals that buy that 100%. NFT. 100%. Yeah. And that's that's kind of where Club 14 is, mm-hmm. is it's those individuals you meet. You never know if it could bring you an opportunity. Yeah. Man, even to be at the event is an opportunity. Yeah. You just meet one person, they can change your life, bro. Yeah. And like, why not have a shot? Like- Nothing and to that's lose. why Spiddle is here today. It's one of my mates met on Instagram and, and, and Facebook. And he's. A, I'll give you an example, bro. You might have just had a breakup. And I'm talking to your audience. You might just have a breakup. You've been with your partner six, seven, eight, nine, four years. Doesn't matter how long it's been. Now you're just chilling. Fuck, you want to get out of your comfort zone a little bit because you've broken up. You want to start finding yourself a little bit. And then this guy's coming up with suits online. He's, hey, guys, we're doing these community events. It takes a lot of guts to then go, hey, man, I'd actually be interested in, in coming to your event, bro. What's involved? Yeah. And everyone that you're seeing in the club buys a suit. That's, that's, that's their pretty much their access into everything that we do. And it's not just about that. It goes back to what you said earlier. They're not buying the product. They don't give a fuck about it's no the emotion suit. that comes with it. Mm. Yeah, they're not buying the suits. A sense of belonging. That's what it is as well. It's like, oh, I'm like, I'm one of these boys now. We fit in. We're, we're all a group. We're a family. We're a community. People love that shit. And you're, it's like when you join a soccer club or you join a, a footy club. Exactly. Yeah. And it, they're not just your teammates. They're your camaraderie, bro. They're your brothers. That's the word. They're, they're your kings. Because I always talk about kings too, because it's like, you are a king of your own life, bro. Yeah, exactly. Oh, fucking walks in here, thinks he's the king. But when I leave, I'm still the king. Yeah. In my head, I'm driving home. I'm pumping fucking podcasts, listening to your podcast. Mm. Pumping hard style. Pumping tunes, whatever. I'm thinking to myself, fuck. I've got to take control of my own life. I'm the yeah. king of my own like That's huge. Life. Take control of your is own that life. What, is that where the logo comes from? Lion? Yeah. So the lion came part of what I wanted to represent. Lion being king of the jungle. No matter. You could have, you could have elephants in the jungle. You might not be the biggest in the jungle. Look at me, bro. Fucking, I'm small. You might not be the biggest in the jungle, but you got to be able to be the king of your own life. Think about us humans, bro. We survived millions of years, but we had a skill set, and that skill set was to be able to run. Yeah. And in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, that's us. We're a lion. We just run. We just keep going. We keep going. We don't give up. We evolve. We evolve. We don't give up. Just keep going. Adapt. Be consistent and persistent. Bro, and, and you never know what can happen. I think if you just break it down, end up conversation, what's the worst that can happen? Yeah. You might do 50 podcasts. What's the worst that can happen? You've done yeah. 50 podcasts. It you stops, that's it, done. But how much have we learned along the way? Exactly. Right. How many people did we network with? What's the money that can be made? Like, the opportunities are almost always greater than the losses that you're going to have. Even with your podcast, guys, do you, do you guys, how, how does this work for you guys? Are you able to monetize it? Is that... On a smaller level, there's no monetization when it grows to it. It's not about that for us though, anyway. Yeah, it's not. This is exactly what answer. you said. I was waiting. I was 
waiting for that. Answer. It's not about that. It's one hundred percent. If you look at our, our mission statement, it's literally all about networking, networking and growth as a community. Mm. So people like people know like have that association. It's like if I want to learn and network and learn about business and life, who does that? They're going to go MK Enterprises. That's what it's about. It's not like oh let's do a podcast and make some money out of it. No, nah. we. It's, a, it's the same thing with you. Like who I want to buy a suit that's going to make me feel a million bucks. But, you know, like, I want to be a part of something. Club 14. And exactly. Our goal is literally to, again, going back to the inspired, the uninspired, was just, we're there to, to try and help people and, and let them know that, you know, there's we're all human and, you know, we all go through things and we try and get people who have done their part and have taken those steps into in their life where they are somewhat successful and, and I've gotten the ball rolling and... That's all. That's all we were to about. let them know that people who have made it, like yourself and all these other you know millionaires we've had on, all these people we network with, that were once people from the area that we all grew up exactly. in. Exactly. And just it, it's consistency. That's the name of the game. And it, all it takes is one extra day. The day that you feel like quitting could be the day that you're making a million bucks. You Love don't that. fucking know. It's, it's helping them with their personal development. It's letting them know that you're just a normal person, and they were, they still are normal people, but. They were your friends. They were your. They went to your high school. It's just that let them know that personal development is important. Stick with it. Grind it out. Achieve what you want. Set out a goal. Plan it. Execute. And I that's think that's why I was actually very inspired about your podcast. Yeah. Because you guys ask very good questions. And prior to coming, I had to plan. Mm. I had to plan myself. I had to strategize. Okay. How do I? How do I present? Do I? And I think that's where your podcast comes in. Is you're able to okay break it in my mind. I'm like break it down. Yeah, these guys are the real deal in my mind. We're not yeah. just chilling, kicking back, and doing a podcast. Yeah, in my mind, I'm like okay, this is this is the image that I was creating in my mind, and and I can see that it's because you've got two strong individuals that know what the fuck they're doing. Mm. Now, at the start, when your first episode is, it's like okay, let's do a podcast. We we'll get some speakers, whatever it is. Get headphones. We we'll get exactly right, a yeah. microphone. Uh, and then you've done your second, third, fourth. Now you're at your 20th podcast. You guys know. Milestone, you're here, bro. And that, that's what I'm saying is we're here now. It's like, okay, this led us to this exact moment. And I look at, that's why I look at your podcast that way. That's when I said, when I saw your invitation. Mm. Now, these guys are next level. Mm. That simple invitation, that was impressive. I literally said it to you guys when yeah, you sent it through. Yeah, Thank you. It. I was like, that's it. fucking impressive, bro. Really appreciate it. And it's, it's, it's that, okay, that's, they've got a process in place. This guy's just going to fucking mess. Hey, bro, you want to come on a podcast? You guys had processes in place. You set up that template. You might just change the name. doesn't matter. In my mind, you've had a process in place. And it took you lessons to learn that process. That's when you first done your exit, when you first done your first podcast, you probably didn't have templates going on. No, no, no. I don't know. But I think that's where you guys need to look back and go, fuck. This is, this is where we're at. Mm. Instead of me looking at my archives and going, fuck, this is what happened in six months. I think you guys need to look back and go, fuck. Look at where we are now. Yeah, literally. You've got the top dog on here. Literally. You're talking to <laughs> Jesse Armani. Yeah, exactly. That's where I'm at. Fucking oath, man. That's where you guys <laughs> think, it. fuck, this is where we're at now. Yeah. So It's only you, up. I think if you take into that perspective, you just actually take, take that and going future, you go, fuck, 21. That's easy. Mm. Easy work. Next 20, next 20, next, next 20. Yep. And yep. then you go interstate. By through your we've network. already planned one. We've already got one planned. Interstate planned. planned. And, I, and just goes. To, I don't know if you guys are networking. Coming, I don't know if you're meeting up there. Coming for Sydney very soon. Oh. We are Sydney. Yeah, yeah. Sydney. 
I won't say the guest or anything, but no, we don't. We yeah, won't. We won't we, say just yet because um, yeah, we. It's a secret it's, right it's now. It's, yeah. it's a secret right now. Um, but it's exciting stuff. So Sydney's definitely will will hear from us. I think that's good. You you now okay? And how and can Queens, we and branch Queensland. and Queensland? And Queensland. Yeah. If you need any connections in Gold Coast, I can. Thanks, you're man, the man. You, yeah, some pretty but big yeah, guys in, in terms of monetization for us, there's nothing there. Um, and we and in terms we of want to put value, it out to people. Yeah, we want to put it out to people. But in terms of value that we get, we get it through people coming up to us, which we have had multiple times now, and say thank you, straight up thank you, thank you so much for episode four, five, six, whatever it was that they listened to that it hit them, that made a difference and impact on their life. Even that's exactly like, like you said, Jesse. Like, oh, I remember Dylan saying this, this, and this, and that's all it is for us. We won't be able to be able to listen and get something out of it, whether it's entertainment or value and learn. That's that's our goal. Mm-hmm. That's what we want to achieve. Yep. I love that. So two things I want to wrap up on is number one, again, like you said, we come in with the real questions because we could ask you, oh, fuck, six suit, bro. What's the money you make from it? It's like, that's not important. It's yeah. how you got there, the processes behind it, steps you took, sacrifices made because that's what people don't see. Again, people will see, oh, fuck, bro, this guy must be doing bank, bro. He's got a fucking his own suit line. Yeah, but how did he get there? What got him to that spot? And second thing is, again, just... I could not agree with everything you've said about we're all equal. It's building a community, build that value. Man, you you hit the nail on the head. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on. One last thing I wanted to say is where did the Yamani come from? So is that just like you just reckon it? No, nah, so Armani uh, sounds sick. It does. I've <laughs> always loved the brand Giorgio Armani. Yep. Um or Emporio. Emporio Armani, Armani yeah. And my wardrobe's full of them. So my son's name is Kai. Amani, because I love the Amani brand. So I just said, fuck it. I'm just the Amani from now on. Because my son's middle name is Amani. I'm Amani. Mm. And then my other mate, he's also got a, a brand name on his name. Um, but that's where Amani came from. And that's just, le- just left it that way. It sounds sick, um, it's cool. I love I it. I think Catchy. it just rolls off the tongue. Um, but yeah, that's, that's where Jesse Amani came from. Is my son's middle name. And I wanted to... Take yeah, that. It's got a it's got a soft spot in your heart, man. That that'll stick with you forever. Yeah, bro. And yeah, I just I think people like when you when you actually look back, sit down, and go, fuck, look at the changes you're able to make in your own life. Mm. Whether it's a simple name change or something like that, it can inspire you. Yeah, definitely. And like you're saying about this, my son, like it's my son's middle name. I gotta I've gotta take it to another level. Yeah, I have to. Yeah, and it's about showing my son's it's a legacy. Yeah, I gotta show him. This is this is where. The content prior, your dad was, to now where he's heading. Because when he's standard, when he's six, seven, eight, and we want to go Muay Thai training because we're Muay Thai fighters, that's that's just what we're gonna do. Mm. Inspire by showing the actions, and I need to show these actions Lead by example. Yeah, and it might not just be my kids; it might be my friends. Exactly They're seeing right. activity. They're seeing action being taken place, and that can inspire people. Same as your content, bro. You're just putting yeah. out content to inspire. Yeah, that's that's pretty much what I do, bro. Both before, on all we, before we wrap up, was there anything you just wanted to get out there? Any shout outs? Anything you wanted to touch on quickly? I think if I wanted to give a shout out, it'd be to a company called Sanel Nguyen Watches. Yep. Um, I'm actually wearing one of their watches right now. Beautiful. Um, a very beautiful watch. And the reason why I wanted to bring these guys up is when I was nothing, when I was working as an influencer and I had zero brands, this brand reached out to me and said, "Hey, man, we'll send you a watch." And I'll always have loyalty because we're from the area, bro. We we trust, we're loyal. Yes. If if someone is there to give you bread, 
when you had no bread. You don't fuck them. No, absolutely not. And this watch company, I don't even get paid from this watch company. They send me a watch. principle behind it. They send me a watch once every month or something like that. But it's not about the watch. In my mind, I'm like, bro, I will never fuck you over. And I wouldn't have the intention to, but I'll never forget what opportunity you gave me Mm. when I was fucking crumb on the crumb on the on the on the floor. You said, Hey man, here is an opportunity. And I'll never forget that. And I always I always wear their watches because it just reminds you of where you came from, where you started. You don't need to wear I, I don't need to wear a thirty thousand dollar Rolex. In my mind I'm thinking, okay, this is all I need. And I've learned that from a guy named Andrew Tate. Um is he, he yeah, that's that's where I learned that from. It's just it's always remembering where you came from, bro. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, because you see me now, I'm in the turtleneck, you can't see any Looking tattoos. fly. I'm fucking covered in tats. We're from the area, bro. I keep bringing it up. Actually, We're normal people. I can't see one tattoo on you. I oh. covered up. I covered up for the podcast. Um, But man, that's that's who I wanted to shout out. So now New End Watchers, I really do hope that success comes to your business in the future. And if there's anything that I can do and anybody else on this platform can do to help your brand get to that next level, then... Man, why the fuck not? Why wouldn't we? Beautiful. We want everyone to win. Yeah. Thank you very, very much for all that amazing value, business, mindset, fitness journey. We appreciate it all. For everyone listening, if you're not already, follow him on TikTok and Instagram, Jesse Amani. Thank you so much for coming on, bro. And we'll see you guys all in the next episode. Thank you, King. Thank you for having me, Kings. Bye-bye.